So last week we talked about talent and humility and what it truly means to shine your light before others. That's right. And today we're going to talk about the Christian virtue of charity. So what does it mean to be charitable? Is it just giving money to people or organizations? Is it helping other people in need? And does charity truly come before discipline? Well, we're going to talk about it today on part two of our Live It Out series. You're listening to the Nick Smith Podcast. Real life, no myth. Where we talk about myths and misunderstandings surrounding life, race, faith, and culture. If you'd like to support the Nick Smith Podcast, rate us on iTunes. Or you can give through our Patreon. And don't forget to share this on social media so that all of your friends can know what you're listening to. Hey, we are your hosts, Nick Smith. And Kylie Jo Smith. And this is part two of our Live It Out series. That's right. Uh, But before we get into it, we want to say what's up to our inner circle, as we always do. What's up, y'all? How's it going? You good? How's your family? Just checking on. How your mama now? All right, cool. Really? Tell tell me. No, hold on. They're not done. Oh, sorry. Uh Uh-huh. No, really? (laughs) You crazy. (laughs) So, side note, one time I had a voicemail. You know how when you call people and it's like, hi, I can't come to the phone right now. Please leave a beep at the sound of the... Yes, leave a beep at the sound of the message. (laughs) Beep! (laughs) I dare you to leave that as somebody's voicemail. Anyway, (laughs) you have your voice message that you leave for people. Well, I thought it would be really funny to leave a message that was... Did you do the fake conversation? I sure did. You did the fake conversation. I sure did. And I remember one time, Mm. my voice teacher was trying to get a hold of me. Ooh. Mr. Berthel. And he... (laughs) remember he was like i was sitting there actually talking to your voicemail and i was so frustrated because <laughs> i'll never forget that anyway he wasn't the only one that got frustrated that was the thing for a while when answering machines yes. were real you know like when they're actual machines some people yep. may have an answering oh machine. like actually like when you'd call and it was like a, yeah. a separate and you thing had and you had to record to, the yep. actual cassette tape yep. or the mini cassette tapes yeah it was a thing. we had one of those grandma yep. had one it was black and you had to record over it you had to rewind yep, and yep. so that yeah. was she thing. also had a record like a like a thingy a voice recorder mm-hmm. that i would walk around with and i would record myself singing do you remember and- the talk boys like from uh home alone it was like a voice recorder oh, but it was like yeah. a full- anyway we're yeah. way off topic anyway um, but let- it's just funny <laughs> let's let's dive into today <laughs> as we're talking about charity Whew. so so charity okay right? we gotta talk about the definition because when you look up the definition of charity if you, mm-hmm. if you google it which most of us nowadays Give it that's google. how we find it the definition of charity is very like, in my opinion, just in my interpretation of it, I should say, my interpretation of the definition of the word. <laughs> um, that's how far we get off sometimes. But it's very like utilitarian. Well, like, because charity I, is a thing you do. Yeah, a thing you do or a thing that exists, like a, a mm-hmm. charity is an organization. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because of common usage. So when you, yeah. especially when you're Googling, the things that pop up first are the, most, <laughs> are the most common used uh, definitions or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but that wasn't so like back in the day, like charity yeah. was part of the Christian conversation for a long time. Mm-hmm. And if you go, ever go back and listen to um, or read old sermons from like the 1800s, uh, early 1900s, they, they talked about charity as an act of um, Christian duty, mm-hmm. like not, and it wasn't giving to charity. It was being charitable. And it wasn't duty out mm-hmm. of like purely like obligatory i guess if that's the word it yeah, wasn't just, just like you have part of to what do, you do this though. yeah it's the culture yeah part um of, part of what it what it meant to be a christian was yeah. to live charitably yeah and it's very it's hard because looking at the definition which is really cool i love to look at um the etymology of a word like where did it come from and how was it used throughout history yeah and it's interesting with some words to find that the 
use of the word increases over time or decreases over time. So mm-hmm. like, especially with pop psychology, you find certain terms like self-esteem mm-hmm. really became popular at a certain point in um, contemporary uh, culture. Mm-hmm. But even with charity, charity, you find like once organizations began to um, highlight their charitableness, like the charitability, charitable dubiousness, <laughs> they uh, it became more of a buzzword. Yeah, and especially if you look at even the certain times of year, mm-hmm. we'll use the word charity more than others because during certain seasons, Christmas time, we find we all know that what you're saying. we find yes, we find that we want to be more charitable because it's become part of our culture. But that's yeah. not necessarily the way of Christian charity. Yeah. So let's let's talk about the Christian charity definition yeah um so the definition i don't have it pulled up so so i'm just going off memory how dare you um but the the gist Mm -hmm. of what it means to be uh christian and to be charitable is to have uh, the spirit of love really it's this selfless Mm -hmm. love for others so when you are operating christian charity you're operating in a god-centered love that looks out for the best of the other person Mm. and so the way this uh, manifests is not only in giving um, financial means to people, like if someone's in need, mm-hmm. um, but it, it manifests in conversation. Being charitable in a conversation means um, giving people the benefit of the doubt, right? Mm. It means I'm going to be charitable with my opinions. I'm, go- I'm not going to think the worst of others. I'm going to think the best of others mm-hmm. because that's being charitable in my spirit. Um, I'm going to show kindness to people even if they don't deserve it yeah. because that's, that's giving, of giving something to someone that they didn't deserve. Chari- um, charity also shares... Um, kind of a root with uh, grace. Sorry, I, was, I don't know why I was struggling so hard to get that out. Okay. Um, so Words are hard sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it's hard to work. <laughs> um, but charity and grace share a lot in common. Mm. And so this idea of grace, this idea of charity, of giving uh, of yourself to someone else when they don't deserve it, when they, mm-hmm. they didn't do anything to earn it, is kind of the idea of Christian charity. Mm. And so being a, a charitable person has to do more with your disposition, with your heart, than it does with your outward actions. Yeah, and we see this throughout like scripture and with multiple virtues that we consider Christian virtues. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, this isn't something new, but for some reason with charity, it's one of those virtues that we we associate with the outward action more so than the inward condition. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's it's interesting like juxtaposing the world's definition of charity with what Jesus would act out as charity and would mm-hmm. live out as charity because one is led by the spirit. That's right. When Jesus acted charitably toward humanity, toward people that he engaged with in his daily walk, yeah, that was led by the Holy Spirit. That mm-hmm. was directed by God. When we do things out of a sense of, well, I have to give, I should give, the, the shoulding on ourselves in exactly. society yeah. is religious. It's almost this like, well, I have to give. And it's interesting because as Christians, we'll say things like that. Well, you have to give, especially with tithing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we look at tithing as a charitable charitable act, um, which I think there's, in my opinion, it's, it's more than that. It should be more of a sacrificial thing. But anyway, um, (laughs) it becomes religious because, well, I have to do it in order to be a Christian. And it's also this like sense of, um, Holy spirit driven things are inherently ethical and and moral. Like they're good. They are good for people and good for humanity Mm -hmm. as they bring about the glory of God. But with religion and doing these things because I'm, I'm, I'm satisfying a means to an end. Mm-hmm. It's driven by this desire to be ethical and have morals as opposed to doing something out of the inherent morality and goodness of Jesus. Yeah. And I think that 
exactly what you're saying mm. speaks to kind of the origin of, of charities mm. and the origin of mm. charity. Yeah. Um, because if you look at <clears throat> organizations that were meant to help the poor, organizations that were meant to, that we look at now as charities, um, those were generally started by the church. Yeah. Like at the very beginning, I'm not saying that every organization has roots in the church. What I'm saying is the movement to care for the least and the lost mm. was from Jesus. Yeah. Like there wasn't, there weren't organizations before Christians started serving broken people mm. and, and abandoned people and untouchable people. Like Christians started loving lepers and yeah. ab- adopting uh, babies with birth defects. Like mm-hmm. that, that is charity. Now we look at charitable organizations that do things like that. And we're like, oh man, they're doing charity. But the truth is all those things happened because of people's love for Christ mm-hmm. and the love they felt from Christ. And so they showed that by, by giving to others. Yeah. Whereas now what we see is people want to give to others because they think it's a, it's a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it, you should do that. Well, why yeah. should you do that? <clears throat> Yeah, exactly. Like, and and, and most Christians would answer, well, because it, it's you should like make you a good person. And also I, w- I want to kind of touch on like this idea of of doing things non-profitly, non-profitably, mm-hmm. because the nonprofit organization has become synonymous with charitableness. And because of tax codes, because of tax codes, because um, we generally just understand, oh, it's it's nonprofit. And so I'm going to give mm-hmm. to this nonprofit because that that um, shows that I'm being charitable when really just because the organization's not profiting mm-hmm. and in a sense of they're not pocketing um, everything you're giving to them does not mean that you in some way do not profit from it. And I think mm-hmm. we have to really be careful as Christians, like, well, I'm giving to charity. I'm giving profitably. I'm shopping at Goodwill. Yeah. That's not the same thing as having a charitable disposition that wants to give to others. And it, and really going back to what you said about um, it originating with, um, with, with God and mm-hmm. like the charity of the Lord towards us, it wasn't a, hey, this is tit for tat, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to invest in this, and then you're going to give me back all that. <laughs> it, it was motivated by a desire to love and to give sacrificially. Um, and so that's, I think that's one of the ways we misunderstand it. Um, yeah, and I, I think the common, uh, the common misunderstanding about charity uh, comes into play, and I'll just I'll put this in my own, you know, put it in my house, right? Bring it, bring it personal. <laughs> um, a lot of the ways that I've misunderstood being charitably, charitably, let me try that again. Words are hard. I'm, I'm saying I'm having this a hard, a hard time, time wording today. You're not being charitable uh, with your words. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need the Lord to be charitable with words for me. Um, but anyway, what's been difficult about being charitable is I associate the act as the charity. Mm-hmm. So like I did the thing. So even though the whole time I was begrudging or um, I gave, well, yeah, but you gave your leftovers or you gave, mm-hmm. you know, I, yeah, I gave to goodwill. Yeah, you gave stuff you're going to throw away. Like that that's not the Come same on. as having a charitable heart. Come on. Yes, it's cool and I'm glad you gave to someone instead mm-hmm. of throwing it away. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't, you know, I'm talking to me Nick Smith. That doesn't actually speak to the condition of your heart though. That's mm-hmm. not being charitable. Yeah. And I think that misunderstanding that charity is something you give to someone like mm-hmm. um I'm not going to say mis- that's the Christian how Christians misunderstand it. Yes. Because we adopt the worldly identity of, yeah. of charity. And honestly, the worldly idea of charity is very attractive um, because it almost promotes this sense of, well, if you invest enough, eventually it's going to come back. It's karma. Legal. It's legalism. It's, yeah. It's, it's very it's to, legalistic. Like you give and then you, you get a little, you give a lot, you get a little bit more and cheap, 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 give a little, it, get a lot. It's very attractive because it seems like that's how it works. But in reality, yeah. we become slave to the system mm-hmm. to where now I'm, I'm monitoring every single thing that I do to make sure that eventually I'm going to get something back. And to mm-hmm. where now if someone asks me, hey, um, you know, there's this family down the street. They, they, need some, they need some food. And like, well, wait a minute. 
they haven't they haven't ever done anything for no me, but though. see even in there like, though because see the way my legalistic mind works mm-hmm. is like oh but if i tell this if this person who came with a need mm-hmm. for someone else if i step in then they're gonna see me as a good person and oh so I'm, I'm now receiving wow. but if you're in the middle of nowhere and you're driving your car and you don't have your, your cell phones dead and you see somebody broke down on the side of the road and there's no one there to congratulate you for helping this person out are you still going to help them if you can't take the selfie if you can't write the wow. post you know what i mean like that's wow. that's the condition of the charitable heart yeah and i think the um the one of the stigmas about charity that we've adopted as christians is that receiving charity is bad Whew. because you, and you've even heard it in common parlance right people have been like i don't want your charity don't give me yeah. your charity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, no, I I'm want gonna I want give the you grace. Char- I want the love. Try saying that to God. Just how's <laughs> that working people out? People do though. People do. It's Wait true. a second. I just he's just gonna let me. No, no, no. What do I? I need to earn. What my do I way. have to do? Yeah. How do I? No, there's always a bigger ticket. Like how do I get <laughs> in here? It's never. It's always too good to be true. Yeah. Who do I need this to guy. pay to get in this thing? Um, mm. But the truth is, like we have bought this idea that you have to you have to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You have to be self sufficient. And if you receive charity, that means that you're weak. But here's the truth. Believer, non-believer, you are weak. You're weak. Yeah, you're weak sauce, homie. The weakest. Um, you, you are weak. As human beings, <laughs> we are weak. And if you don't think you're weak, you're only one phone call away from the worst day of your life. So just Come remember on. that. Come on. You're in, even on your strongest day, you're one doctor's appointment away from your worst day. And so you have to know that you, you are weak. And it's only by understanding where we're weak that we can accept Christ's strength and mm-hmm. we can live in his strength. Mm-hmm. And so if you think you can do it all yourself, then obviously charity is going to seem bad. Yeah. If you think you can do it all yourself, you don't need the cross. And so as a Christian, we can't live by that mindset of like charity is bad and like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I don't want to receive charity. And it's happened. Y'all, um, you're going to think I'm making this up. But in, in years of ministry, this is what I've seen. People who are struggling the most, and I don't just mean uh, physically, but I mean, spiritually and physically dealing, they ain't got no money. They're, they're stuck in sin. They're doing all this stuff. And you come to them like, Hey, we want to come alongside and, Oh no, no, I can't accept that. But how can I help? How can I serve? Because there's this idea of like, well, I don't want you serving me, but I'll step in and I'll help other people mm-hmm. because that's how I feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. When you can't love others until you've been loved, you can't serve others until you've been served. Mm-hmm. Like this idea of charity goes beyond just receiving stuff and then feeling like you're um, like you're draining or like you're receiving charity, I guess, yeah. gifts from people. You know what I think kind of um, has contributed to, to that as well? Just hearing you say it. I want to know. I've heard Christians say paying it forward. Mm-hmm. And I, well, that was a movie, right? <clears throat> Pay it forward. Yeah, that was yeah, a movie. it was. Yeah. And I'm all for extending the blessing. Mm-hmm. Like when we're given and we have abundance, and we recognize like, oh my God, like honestly, anything we get should be considered abundance because we have nothing to bring into this world. That's right. Um, other than our brokenness mm-hmm. and stanky booties. Ooh, um, but, my stanky but, booties. but honestly, like doctor help with that. I didn't bring my own stanky booty. <laughs> but when we, when we have this idea that, oh, well, we just need to pay it forward. Even the language behind that Christian yeah. says that you're paying for something and for what is always my question. We'll pay it forward. Like what, what? So that somebody else will pay it forward for you. So because that, you've already, because you already paid it forward for you. Right. And yeah. it's just an interesting concept. I, again, just yeah. breaking down some of the things that we say that we just kind of, well, you know, you just got to pay it forward. What does that mean? Like when you yeah. say that, what do you actually mean? And what's the motivation behind your action in response to that? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. And, um, I just want to, this is kind of a sidebar, but I think it works. A lot of that, even that conversation of pay it forward, when you get down to the question of why, right? Mm-hmm. 
what you tend to find out if you're a student of history, if you're a student of uh, the Christian ethos and how Christian ethics came to be through scripture and you, you know your word and you know God's character, then you'll, you'll realize that a lot of these um, sayings, phrases, humanistic and worldly uh, worldviews, that was a weird way to say that, but yes, <laughs> humanistic and man-centered worldviews, they hijack Christian characteristics mm-hmm. and then they, they take Jesus out of them because yep. in and of itself, doing kindness to other people is good, but it's only good because Christ. If it, if it points to who is good. Yeah, because if you take Jesus out, then it's like, well, that's good. It's like, yeah. But how it, do you know it's good? It, like to who? Who is how, it good to? Right. You know what I mean? And so that just a side note. And so that's, I think, why charity has been hijacked because mm-hmm. people have taken the idea of charity. And they're like, man, you got you Christians, you're doing a great job. I don't really like Jesus though. So, but I can do this and I don't have yeah. to mention Jesus at all. Yeah. I can just do this thing. And the crazy thing is like, God puts hints and he puts, um, I'll say a foretaste mm-hmm. of his character in every area of creation. He, put, yeah. he puts that there so that there is that, that, what is it? I think it, Ravi Zacharias described it as like the little bit of light coming through so that when we finally can like peel away the other things, we say, oh, that, okay, that's why that's good is because God created it and he created it for his glory. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, there's so many things that kind of get in the way of that light yeah. um, with things like charity. It's like, okay, that person may have a really great mission. Mm-hmm. And if only they understood that mission was given to them by God and they understood the, the heart of why it matters, yeah. then it would be even greater. And that's the thing as Christians, we should be doing, we should be more charitable than any other type of people on the yes. planet. We should be the most charitable. We should be most recognized. They will know we are Christians by our love yes. for one another. We should be those people so that when charities do it, there's a recognition that like, yeah, they're doing a good job, but man, those, that church and it, tell you what, the church knows how to give to people. Because it should be more than just giving. It should yes. be, like you said, they should know you're a Christian by your love, the way you love others. And mm-hmm. that's, that's the, the root of charity that we're basing or that we're getting back to. Mm-hmm. And that's the hard part to live out. It is. That's yeah. the hard part for us to live out. Because it's not, we don't get that instant gratification of like, I did a good job. I did the thing. I, yeah. Like- <laughs> and, and loving, y'all, loving people is hard loving if you don't understand this because for some reason you're a hermit and you've never dealt with any other person <laughs> in your life loving, or you're so inflated in your ego that you don't realize how hard you are to love <laughs> exactly <laughs> loving other people's hard and doing so for their good and not for what you can get out of it or doing so because you want to see um, them succeed and them experience love no matter how they respond to you mm. that is tough because you have to be so rooted in christ that you can extend love to others and if they don't return it, that you're not depleted mm-hmm. because you're filled up with the love of Christ. Mm-hmm. And so being charitable is hard sometimes because a lot of people are, are pouring from empty cups. Yeah. A lot of people are, um, because you do sometimes get that, that buzz of like, oh, I did a good thing. I helped people. That was great. I feel good. Um, but when you give to somebody or you do something charitably and you receive vitriol, you receive hate, mm. you receive um, condemnation in return, then all of a sudden that turns to bitterness and you're like, I don't want to, I don't want to be charitable to anybody. I don't yeah. even want to give you the benefit of the doubt because yeah. now I'm bitter. Now I think all the last time I did that. Exactly. And every time I'm going to help somebody now, I'm going to think, how are they going to try to bite me in the back? Mm. And so the truth about charity, well, before we get to the truth, uh, if you know somebody needs to hear this conversation, because I'm getting into this, I didn't realize how deep and theological this was going to get. Um, I mean, it's charity. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you know somebody needs to hear this, share this ASAP, like yeah. right now. Yeah. Share right. it with somebody. Um, so yeah, the, the truth, I, w- I wanted to say too, like 
because we're humans and because in our fallen nature, we understand I do this, this happens Mm -hmm. like cause and effect. We're very causal based. We want to know. And I I get into this a lot. Like, well, what's the why behind it? Or or what, what is going to happen when this happens? Mm -hmm. And there is an element of, well, not an element, but there is, there's such a need to surrender in faith Mm -hmm. to the process of charity because it's not just an act. Um, we can treat it as this needs-based virtue. Like, well, if somebody needs something, then, if then, <laughs> so I will a, provide it. A reactive charity. Yes, yeah. as opposed to that, that willful, cheerful giver mm-hmm. that scripture talks about. And, and it is, that scripture is about giving um, mm-hmm. resources, like, like tangible resources um, and money. But I think that the cheerfulness of the heart has to be the thing that leads us in that process of giving. It's charity is is continual and it should be progressive. I think Mm, for me, I like my husband started out like, I'll give you the shirt off my back. I was still back here at like, you know what? I will take you to the store and I will help you pick out a shirt for yourself with your own money. I'll help you get a job so you can get money for that shirt. If, if I have time. Right. So I, I started back here. He's way down here. So I had, I've had to, allow that progression of like, okay, when I give this much, oh, it doesn't hurt. Look at that. Okay. So next time I can give a little bit more. Some of us need to understand the graduated process of giving Yeah, more so than others. Some people, they're just like, look, I understand. Cause I've been given much and I understand sacrifice so that maybe you progress differently. Mm-hmm. But for those of us that started out in, in pre-K, with, with charitableness, charitability, we have to allow that surrender in faith. Okay. I trust you, God, that if I give this and when I give this one, you're the giver of all good gifts. That's right. There's nothing I have that you haven't provided that you won't provide again. Mm-hmm. You're the God of a, what is it? The cattle, cattle on a thousand, thousand hills. hills. Like, right. why would I believe you couldn't make this manifest again? So one, but also I trust that you are going to keep me safe. Like emotionally, I can be safe and not allow this person's reaction or lack thereof mm-hmm. to reflect on my character. And that's hard. I will say yeah. like from experience, that is a hard place to be in because it's like, oh, what if I give you all these question marks? What, if, what happens if you, and all the Lord is asking, just trust me, just, and, just have faith. And we're kind of stepping into practicality a little bit, but mm-hmm. I think understanding that from a practical standpoint, you have to give and you have to experience loss before you realize how good God is mm-hmm. in the midst of it. Yeah. Cause it's easy to be like, Oh yeah, I'm going to be charitable. I'm going to think the best of everyone. And when everyone's being nice to you and kind, mm-hmm. then it's like, see, this is good. But when you're uh, placed in a situation where someone is hateful towards you for no and, reason. And the first thing you want to do is be hateful back. The first thing you want to do is be stingy and clam up, but you know, the Lord is calling you to love them in a physical mm-hmm. and like, not a physical way, but love them in a <laughs> tangible way. It's inappropriate. <laughs> it might not be professional. Don't might, do that. Don't be doing that. Don't be doing that. You know, that. Uh, the Lord is calling me to love you in a physical. You're going to get, you're gonna get then, hit with a harassment lawsuit. Yes. Don't definitely. do all that. No, but I mean in a tangible way, uh, or the Lord is calling you to pray for that person consistently, or the Lord is calling you to go pay their bill when they're not, when they don't even know about it. Mm-hmm. Like then you realize like, man, I gave, and it was taken advantage of. It wasn't appreciated. At that moment, you have to lean on the Lord because it's like, well, did you give so you'd be appreciated? 
because that's a transaction. That's mm. not that's not charity. It's a contract. That's weird. That's not that's not loving mm. for the other person's sake. Did you yeah. give or did you love them or did you think the best of them only because you expected something in return? Because if the answer is yes, you're not operating from that heart space mm-hmm. of charity. And the only way to get to that heart space is to do it, feel the sting, let God mend that mm-hmm. brokenness, and continue to do it. Yes. That's the yeah. only way. Well, and you the know, only way. you know who. You were, you were just describing like the feeling of doing me. something. I was describing me. Okay. <laughs> right. But who that resembles to me is Jesus. Oh, because amen. Yeah. if we're going to identify, we are called as Christians, period, to identify with the period. suffering of Jesus Christ. Yes. And I've, there's been several books I've read in this season that, that all have that thread in them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we think of suffering as like, you know, like the most extreme kind of suffering that you yeah. could go through. Stuff Physical through suffering. Afghanistan right now. Yes. Like actual persecution where people are storming into your house and taking you out and beating you in the street. Yeah. Yes, that is suffering, but there's also the suffering that happens in the heart and what mm-hmm. you describe, like let that hurt a little. How else will we know what it means to be healed? If we're not going to allow ourselves to experience the vulnerability Come that comes with living as Christ lived, Jesus himself experienced literally in the flesh being pierced for our transgressions and the people that stood before him, spit on him, teased him, mocked him, mm-hmm. had no regard for what he was doing for them. And yeah. so if he can endure that, yeah. we're going to be okay if we put money on somebody's books and they don't ever say thank you. Yeah. You'll be all right. Yeah. You're going to be okay. You'll be okay. And God will restore all things to perfection in his time. And that right. doesn't mean he's going to give you back exactly what you gave. It doesn't always look the same. Yeah. And, and trusting in God and going beyond the monetary, trusting in God for retribution, trusting God for justice when people are slandering you and choosing not to slander in return. Like that is all operating out of that spirit of love, that spirit of charity, because ultimately charity is a matter of heart. It's a matter of humility because you have to be humble enough to give to someone in spite of how they treat you. You have to be humble enough Mm -hmm. to serve no matter what you receive. Mm -hmm. And so humility and charity are kind of hand in hand. They're kind of sister virtues. They're like, Siamese twins. Is that right? That is, is that not a correct statement? Not, it's not. They are conjoined, conjoined. twins. I'm so sorry. She stepped out of the 1800s I, real quick. I was <laughs> raised by people who were way older and didn't know things. Um, being what, yes, <laughs> charity and, and um, humility go together, not just with giving, yeah. but receiving as well. Yes. Like being able, and this is hard. Some, some of my brothers and sisters out there, we were raised to understand you don't need to ask people for help. You mm-hmm. know, you'll be fine. You'll be able to figure it out. But let me tell you what. You need to be humble. Humble like, yourself I, it, before you get humble. Yes, yeah. because it, it will, it'll still sting a little. Like it's, it, it hurts the pride. Like, oh, mm-hmm. man, yeah. Yes, thank you. But take it. Allow God to minister to you through this. That's why we, when we go through the brokenness of our own flesh, when we experience mm-hmm. it, the weight of the fall, Jesus is right there because he knows he's literally physically felt yeah. the weight of that. And he knows, and he, look, I got you. I, I know it hurts. Trust me. I've been through it on the cross. Okay. I got you. But we have to allow that humility to refine us. So what we, we, we need to land the plane a little bit. <sighs> That's uh, hard. I know. Cause I feel it's like hard. we're in a big old airliner hanger, hanger, yeah, hanger. hanger. That's how I said it. Hanger. Um, so like honestly going back to 
to truly understand charity, you have to understand that you've received all things from Christ. Mm-hmm. You've received love from, from, from God. You've received salvation. You've received a life. You didn't earn your next breath. And so everything you have is a gift. And so in order to understand how to live charitably towards others, you have to embrace that humility that you're talking mm-hmm. about and, and receive the love and grace of Jesus Christ so that you can then be charitable for other people. Yeah. And I want to squash the argument maybe that like, well, what if people don't ask for it? Squash it. What if they're, they're not even really asking me to help them. And so therefore yeah. I don't really have to help them. And I just want to present just maybe um, something for you to chew on a little bit. One, as far as charity goes, God did it first. God always does it best. Come on now. Period. Okay. Like the third Se- period. Secondly, it's more like an ellipsis. <laughs> anyway. Um, but also humankind in its fallen nature, like what, from the point of the fall on mm-hmm. was in desperate need mm-hmm. of salvation. Yeah. That's just the truth. This is the reality of, of what we live in. And even for those that haven't asked for it before you and I even asked for it, mm-hmm. Jesus died on the cross. While okay. We were so still sinners. W- come That's what the word on. Says. So yes, I understand they didn't come to you and beg you for your benevolent kindness to give to them what they just desperately need. Oh, did you? Did they need to do that? Did they need to because approach if, your if, throne? If you didn't even have to go and beg <laughs> for Jesus to die on the cross and he still did it. Yeah. Knowing your sin would be part of the future. Come on. Come on. Why? How are you going to make that demand on somebody when you can't even fulfill it? That's what I'm but that's just what I just want to say that because I, I can hear. Well, what if they, what if people don't ask? If I don't, they don't ask, I don't have to give. So don't ask, don't tell. Go. No, that's about the military. <laughs> that's a whole different thing. Different anyway. Episode. Um, Please, if you've liked this thus far, subscribe, um, be a part of our, our, our squad. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, practically Practically. speaking, we already talked about some practicalities. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest one, I think from, from me hearing it from you, because I've heard it from you so many times, because this is what we go through in our marriage. (laughs) You just have to do it enough times to where you stop feeling. It's just like exercising. like building up a callus in your hand. I don't don't know if callus is the right word, because callus is kind of like hard. But I'm thinking of like oh, when you, you build your yeah. muscles to strength. That's a better one. It's kind of like Let's building. Go. It's like making your heart hard. Uh, do, do the other thing that you said. I like that one. <laughs> but like, when, <laughs> don't do mine. Like, honestly, I just started. I'm, I'm trying to train for a half marathon. <laughs> Pray for your God. girl. Pray. Your girl doesn't. I mean, I'm not. I, I like to run, but it's hard. And we got hills around here. So I was like, I'm going to start. I'm just going to go. I'm going to run as, as long as I can. Well, and I push myself and I push myself. But. At a certain point, I was like, okay, I have to do what I can do and allow my muscles, they will tear and they will stretch mm-hmm. to build. And that, right. we've talked about that before with every single thing we do as it's a Christian discipline, um, we have to allow that to happen. So there has to be some soreness. Mm-hmm. You got to feel it a little. And with charity, I think that's the biggest thing that I took away from what you were saying is like, you got to do it enough times to where you realize like, yeah, this is, yes, this is what it feels like to give. Yeah. I'm safe when I do it. Mm-hmm. God's not going to allow me to be harmed in this process of doing what he's called me to do. Right. And it, it does bless other people so that ultimately our goal is that they would know that Jesus loves them. Come on. That's our goal. That's our prayer with every episode. Just right. so you know um, that whatever we say that in some way, someone would experience the love of God. They would know, okay, wow, like this is the truth of God mm-hmm. and this truth is good. That means God is good. Amen. And yeah. he, his goodness. He loves me and he's willing to share this with me. And I haven't asked for it. And so so if you, um, if you didn't know that, that was for you. That was for you. Um, so yeah, practically what you're saying, do it, just do it. Just get, Um, just get, be willing to give, um, you know, some, the next person that asks you. 
and again, it does, I'm, I'm going to say my practical tip is going to be um, pray that God would continuously shape your heart to live charitably That's because good. it's easy to do the things. It's easy. And again, Come you on. have to do and you have to be because you're a human being, not a human doing, right? Mm. So you have to be in this place, but that is shown by how you act. <clears throat> but it has to start in your heart. And so you yeah. have to be able to to pray that the Lord would monitor and shape and chisel away those rough spots of your heart because it you know where it starts. It starts with how you think about people. It starts with do you have a skeptical, cynical viewpoint of anyone that interacts with you? Is your first thought, what do they want from me? How are they going to take advantage of me? Is your if Stop that's judging your, me, please. I'm sorry. I'm not oh, trying to be so loud. If but if that's your first thought, that's where it has to start. Mm-hmm. Because you're never going to live generously if you always view people as an opposition to your peace. Yeah. And so, wow, that was a word. That was from the Lord. I didn't. Even I wish mean, you stopped preaching at me. I didn't even mean to say that one, but save if, it for when the cameras are off. <laughs> if if you view people as an opposition You'll to your that peace, out. no, I will not. That's <laughs> staying in there. Um, then you're never going to live charitably, and so you yeah. have to understand that you are an agent of peace for others, mm-hmm. and so you have to live out that here and in here mm. for those of you listening i pointed at my head and my heart <laughs> my head they're like oh what is he talking heart. about his toe or his forehead <laughs> i don't know so you have to you have to change that there yeah. first and that only comes by the power of the lord yeah well you talk about um being what is it agents of peace yeah made me think of where we're called to be peacemakers you know why we have to make peace because it's not there because i ain't got that peacekeeper you know what i'm we talking got, about we that got, blicky blicky. we, we have to make we have to have <laughs> to bring the peace oftentimes uh-huh. we're the ones bringing the peace and it's hard enough for people to ask for help. Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever dealt with people who are in dire straits um, or if you've ever been in dire straits and you know, like, oh, my gosh, this is really hard. This is hard for me to ask this person yeah. um, for help. And if you understand that, that should move you to compassion so that when someone does ask you, it's not 20 questions That's about right. why you deserve this from me. Yeah. Um, give me an essay. Tell me exactly why I should give this to you. Yeah. Um, also, I think that um, one of the things that I struggle with is being charitable with time. Mm. Um, because patience moves another virtue. We're going to get to that into one. charity as well, because uh, with my children. And so I would say if you're a parent and you, you know, parents, we always, somebody's always asking you for something. It's not money all the time. Maybe if they're older, they are, but um, there's a lot of charity that needs to happen with our children, with my children from me to them to where they understand that, yes, my time is valuable, mm-hmm. but they're much more valuable. That's right. Then then how I view my time and how it should be spent. And so um, I want to challenge the parents who are listening or those people with uh, children under their care, whether it's your um, nieces, nephews, students, whatever, um, that you would understand the charity that you need to have toward them with your time and Mm -hmm. your energy, that emotional energy that is. And your attitude. Yes. And and what you said before, if if you're empty, if you feel like you're depleted, you're not going to be able to give. So you need to find ways to fill um, those cups, so to speak, those buckets in your life so okay. that receive you can, love. Yes. You can pour them out so that when your children ask you for the 56th time, can I have cookies in the last three minutes? You just, you know what, honey? Um, I would love to have cookies with you. Let's, let's find some time that we can bake those cookies together. Let's do it. Let's Cause do I it. love baking with you instead of, Oh my goodness. Yes. Go to the cabinet. That's not charity. Again, that's me. That's, I not, need you to get my case. <laughs> that's not charity. Uh, yeah. Well, y'all, if you found any um, benefit to this episode. If this was charitable to you. <laughs> extend some charity to us and, oh! let, and let some people know about the Nick Smith podcast. And oh. if you want to be a part of our 
um, group of folks who encourage us, who we get to encourage and pour into. Um, think about joining our inner circle. Um, there's also cool little things that are charity to you, cool mm-hmm. little gifts and bonuses and stuff. Well, no, for, I mean, yeah, sorry, go ahead. For being a part of our um, inner circle, but go ahead. Yeah, I will say, like, just to be completely transparent, we need um, people who listen to this podcast to be in community together. We, we need do. that um, because we we feed off of the inner circle. We enjoy being able to see what God is doing among the diverse body of people that we have who listen. So if that's you and you listen to us regularly or you just listen today and you're like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. I totally want to be a part of the inner circle. Please <laughs> do that. Um, not just because, oh, well, it's only $2, right? That's the, that's the mm-hmm. base level where you can join. That's wonderful. And we want to do that because we want all spectrum, all, the, all of the spectrum of people to be able to join. But um, do it because we need you to be a part of this. And that's the right. people who already listen that are a part of the inner circle need you as well. So. That's my two cents. Do that. So God bless you. We hope that um, you enjoyed this episode. This has been the Nick Smith Podcast. We hope you've gotten a dose of real life. No myth. Be Be blessed. blessed. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Nick Smith Podcast. We are so glad that you joined us and we hope that you'll consider subscribing so that you can tune in each week. Don't forget to rate and share this podcast. And if you haven't already, follow us on social media. If you want to be a part of our family's mission to entertain, educate, and empower others, please consider becoming one of our Patreon supporters. Exclusive Nick Smith merchandise is available to you through our online store at www.nicksmithpodcast.com.